morning, Destiny Church family. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to our Sunday service. So before I get started opening us up in prayer, I just had a small word of encouragement. I'm going to get through it quickly because I'm very uh, um, anticipated for our worship time. So last Sunday, we were singing the deep cries out. Can you, can you hear me? And there's a verse that says okay. that we're walking into deeper waters. And we were just in that, and we were just praying, worshiping. And the Lord told me, he said, Crystal, you cannot cannonball into shallow waters. And I thought, that's weird. <laughs> so I just kept praying, and he said, you cannot cannonball into shallow waters. And I just kept praying, and the Lord just kept putting this in my heart. And he said, I need to cannonball into deeper waters. And we all need to do that. And what that means is you're just going deeper into what the Lord has for you. Um, if you try to cannonball into shallow waters, what happens? You can hurt yourself. Is There's a limit. You can't go any farther. But in deeper waters, we can be covered. If you go, if you go into the water, you're fully submerged into what God has for you, right? So the Lord was just sharing with me, I need to cannonball, and we all need to cannonball. So I'll just start in prayer. Lord, we just thank you, Father. We just want to cannonball into the deeper waters that you had for us, Lord. Jesus, you are the living water. You are the living water. You are a fountain that will not run dry. You have all that we need in the deep waters. All we have to do is cannonball and jump into everything that you have for us. We want to fully submerge ourselves in your living water, God, that provides joy, that provides healing, that provides everything that we need. So this morning, I just ask that we all decide that we're going to jump, that we're going to jump in the living water, that we are going to dance in this living water. And I just feel like once we do that, um, another thing he shared, sorry, when you decide to jump, you make waves right into the water. So we decide this morning that we are going to impact the people around us when we decide to jump and make those waves and splash others. Lord, we just want to jump and we want to impact the people around us. We want to impact our situation with your living water, with your fountain, Father. We just decide this morning that we're all going to jump in unity into what you have for us, God, and what Holy Spirit has for us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
your spirit, Lord, for your fire, your wind, and your wine, the wine of your Holy Spirit, Jesus. Come, Holy Ghost, Father, we ask you right now that you would just move on us with your Holy Ghost presence, your Holy Ghost consuming fire, that you would consume us and that you would begin to move and we would begin to see miracles and wonders and signs in your name. And your glory would set down upon us, upon this region, upon this state, and upon this country, Jesus. And I ask that you just consume us today and that you begin to move us, that we begin to move with your spirit, Jesus, not on our own, but with your spirit. In Jesus' name. Still be. 
Spirit may be wanting to do something right now, and I just, I want to do it right, and I, and I want to be led properly, so we're just going to keep praying. I, I want everybody to keep this focus as best you can. However best you can focus, shut out everything else and focus, and be praying right now over this moment. Jesus.
your song be a sign that we are here for you. Let your song 
our songs be a sign that we are here for you. We are here for you. Let our hearts be your anthem. Your renown fill the sky that we are here for you. We are here for you. Let's go to the chorus. Fill the sky 
good when everything goes great and you're good when everything's not going so great God you're good when the production's amazing when the production's not so amazing God because you receive our hearts Father God and so this morning we give you our hearts we worship in spirit and in truth Father God have our hearts this morning have our worship be enthroned in our praises God I don't know, this morning I just feel this, something I'd call a righteous anger. It's hard to explain it. I just feel in the spirit that the enemy is just attacking and attacking, and a lot of us don't see it yet. So do me a favor. If you're a Christian this morning, I need you to pray. And I need you to pray in your belly. And I need you to ask the Holy Ghost right now to start to move. If you're a Christian, I, I need you to do me a favor this morning because I'm the pastor, but I'm not here to save us. I'm not here on my own accord. We are a family here. So this morning, I need you to lift up your voices. You know, what does what the Word of God say when the armies were marching around Jericho? It didn't say that one person screamed. It says that they shouted and the walls fell. They shouted collectively as a family, as a group, and the walls fell. So many times we come to church and we want an amazing production and we want to be wowed and wooed. And we do wow God and we do woo God with our hearts. you to agree with me see there's a difference between me praying and then you agreeing with me something happens in the spiritual realm okay something happens and so I need you to start agreeing with me
Come on, let's worship. your eyes. Let's start worshiping God. Come on, start singing. We exalt you, God. we declare you are enthroned, that you are the King of kings, that you are the Lord of lords, that you are the Alpha and the Omega in the beginning and the end, that you are Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You are Jehovah Nisi, my banner. God, you are Adonai. You are God Almighty. You are the great I am. Come on, somebody worship him. Somebody praise him. issue. Whatever you think is impossible, God is able. God is able. He is the great I am. He is the great I am. And there will be nothing to stop me from opening my mouth to say to God and to all of the spiritual world that God is King, that God Almighty lives, that Jesus is Lord, and God sits enthroned. This morning, Holy Spirit, we declare that you can have your way. 
Holy Spirit, be the captain of the host. Have your way this morning. Have your way. Completely shatter and wreck what we think church should look like. Holy Spirit, would you remove any type of religious spirit in here? Would you remove it, God? We want more of you and you alone, God. We're ready, Lord. We want to go deeper, Lord. We love you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Come on, put your hands together. I know you can do better than that. Come on. Yes. Do me a favor this morning. I want you to go with a purpose this morning. As you go around to meet and greet, I want you to do with a purpose. This morning, I want you to meet and greet somebody with a word of encouragement from God. In Jesus' name, go ahead and go. Amen. We'll be right back.
these people like to talk, don't they? They like the fellowship. And I got to be the mean guy that says, break it up. Knock off all that loitering. No, we, that's always tough, you know, to tell people to stop fellowshipping because that is such a valuable thing. Yes, we so appreciate that. And, and hey, make sure, uh, make sure when we do this fellowship time, um, we always gravitate to those we, we know, you know. These are a good time to gravitate to the ones maybe you don't always say hi to and don't greet. So, well, good morning and welcome. Uh, we appreciate those that are new here. If you're new, we'd like you to come up front on stage and introduce you to Phyllis. <laughs> Phil is like spitter coffee almost. <laughs> like, really? We're going to do that? N- no, <laughs> we're, we're not. I was at a church once. There, stand up if you're new. And like, you know, me, I'm, I'm pretty shy. No, I'm not kidding. I'm not shy. I didn't mind. But some people are like, no, we won't do that for you. But if, if you are here, if you are new here, we do have connect cards. Um, ushers might give those out. Uh, they might be out in the front. And, and it might even be a couple weeks in before you're like, I don't know if I want to fill that out yet. Well, if you're getting brave enough, <laughs> as you feel like you do, uh, would like to, you can fill out one of these cards here. Um, let's, uh, let's go over announcements first. Um, my goodness, I have them on my phone this time. I better, I better go through my notes because uh, otherwise this will be bad. Pam knows. Don't go off memory. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a lot going on. Okay, this Saturday. April 2nd. Women have a lot of activities going on here. My goodness. Can we crash that party? I don't know. Okay, so at 945 is Coffee, Cookies, and Cross, Children's Workshop Area. They're going to be painting crosses, fellowship, uh, supplies provided, uh, no child care there. Um, If you'd like to do this, uh, we don't have a slide for it. If you're interested, go to the Facebook page and join the Women of Destiny Facebook page or Ginger, if you want to wave over here, if you want to let her know, if you want to go to that, let her know just so that they know how many supplies uh, to get. So that is uh, Saturday morning at 945. And then in the evening, apparently the women are going to get together at 6 p.m. for gals and games. I, I, I hear this gets a little rowdy and competitive. Oh, yeah. Losing your holiness during the evening. Yeah, it's a good thing. Church is the next morning, you know, so we can get... No, it's fun, apparently. Can we go to that, too? We need to. No. All right. Well, good. We need to let you have your, have your moment and have your time. So, so that is this, uh, this Saturday, uh, those two things going on. Um, on April 10th, uh, we have a heart, um, heart for the House. I think we have a slide for that if you want to put that up. And, and what this is is, is uh, periodically what, what the pastor will do is have an opportunity to allow people to invest uh, offerings-wise, into some some very specific needs. Um, I don't know what those are, but I think he'll list those out. And sometimes they're just things that's like, like, you know, we take out of the normal budget, but sometimes there's those things that we really don't have a, a good budget for. And sometimes we put those out and say, hey, if anybody wants to re-roof the house, you know, or do something, sound system. And, and some of those things are things like say, hey, I kind of have a heart for that. So I want to be prepping you for that, that that's, that's coming up. Um, and then... Uh, um, and then we have Monday night prayer at 6 p.m. We have youth service on Wednesday, and we have a lot of small groups, a lot of small groups going on. So get involved with those. Next steps is 9 a.m. in the morning. Jen did this morning, and she's on next week, spiritual assessment. If you haven't done that, uh, that's next week. So, uh, so come at 9. Go to that, uh, that there. So, All right, well, what I want to do is I want to transition into offering. So why don't we take offering this week? What do you think, Pastor Kevin? Because he decided not to take offering last week, for those of you who are here. And he did that after speaking about offering, which I thought was so good and so appropriate. 
Because we don't want you thinking we as a church need your, need your money. All right? This is for you. This is a benefit for you. It is so, I, I so, I love his heart for that because I've learned that as, at age 10. Lord taught me about this concept of giving and receiving and tithing. And I love sharing that with others. And, and I want to move into this area even more. You know, he talked about, remember how to train, he had a bike with training wheels. And he said, it's time to remove the training wheels. And, and, and I thought about this. I thought, part of us in our maturity, if we really have a heart for that and say, God, I want to I move in this area, then him not taking up an offering shouldn't stop us. We'll, we'll figure out a way. All right? And that's what's good about this. And especially if we're, if we're going to be a church where we want to see the God, we want to see God moving powerfully in our services. All right? We do our best to try to see where's the Holy Spirit leading. And sometimes we get it right and sometimes we don't. But the de desire is we, we do want to try to say, what is the Holy Spirit doing? And there's going to be moments where we don't have time to take up an offering. And that's okay. Because we have a maturity of audience that says, our, my heart isn't giving. I don't have to be prompted to. And so what I want to do is... Uh, I haven't given an offering in a while. There's another slide I want to put up, all right? If you've ever heard me, it's been a while since I've given an offering. If anybody, last time you've given or any time you've given, I've always mentioned one item. Anybody remember what it is? And that <laughs> it is recurring giving. Schedule it, okay? And this is the best thing to do for those of you who say, if you feel prompted, and who I'm speaking to right now, are those of you who have that heart and want to. This isn't the guilt. This isn't like, you need to be doing this. No, this isn't for everybody here. But this perhaps is for those of you who say, man, I've really been wanting to move in this area. Um, recurring giving works so well. And you can do it. You can, um, the, you can download the app, and you can do that for their, via their app. All right? Um, that's one way you can do that. I think you can do recurring through text to give. Um, but there's another way that I want to promote, and that is this address right here uh, through your own bank. Now, if you have a bank, if you do any, if you if you have a bank, <laughs> your bank has an online website. I don't know if you've ever been to it or not. All right, uh, through those websites you can do bill pay, and I'm I'm assuming most everybody has at least tried it once. And I remember the first time I'm like, is this gonna work? <laughs> I'm gonna pay my water bill, and it was like, okay, I plug it in and I plug in the account and then I send it and then I call them. Did you get it? <laughs> okay, has anybody not like tried this whole online? Wow, this is a wonderful concept, all right? I, I would ask show of hands, but that's always a bad question to ask. But if you've never tried online before, here's a great way. Try, try the website. You got, I got one hand, Aaron. He has, to just, he has to raise his hand. Yeah, we got a couple. All right, if you've never tried it, the best way is something like the church because it's not like, you know, we didn't get your tithe, you know. It's, if you miss that payment, it's it's okay. But at least is there one to one to try. But these start with a, start with a small amount, a simple amount. Well, all you have to do, you take that, you take that address, go online, and you can schedule it. Just take the day you get paid, and start with something. And and again, I'm I'm speaking to those. This is taking the training wheels off and growing in a little area. And if it bothers you that I'm asking for for money, put a different church's address in. All right, Amen. I'm serious. We, if you're going to make it about we're asking for, this is for you. I almost put a slide with all churches' addresses. I was tempted. That's how serious I am about this is for you. But anyway, it's a very healthy thing, especially if you put it on the day you get paid. Put it that day. That way, you know, your pay goes out. That, that $1 went out. Let's start with a dollar and increase it every week. I don't know, something. But start this. Put it in. Plug it in. See how it works. And then just start 
bumping that up. You know, tithe is 10%, but you don't have to stop at 10%. You don't have to, you don't have to start at 10%. <laughs> start at something, but go in. So that was my plug to follow up on. Pastor just gave us a great message on giving and didn't take an offering to say, it's okay if we don't always take up an offering because we have a heart to give whether the offering comes or not. So if you'd like to, do we have a, um, there is a, uh, you have, you'd like to do the old way. We still have these, and, and, and this still works. And some people prefer this, you know, because you know, we like what the Bible says, bring it. And some people like to do that. So definitely uh, there are cards in the back of your, uh, in the seat in front of you. There's cards. You can fill that out. Um, do we have people to collect these? Uh, Pastor Kevin's going to go and grab them. Grabbing the basket. Uh, he's preaching today. He's done everything here. Can somebody else help grab a basket and so our pastor doesn't have to do this? All right. So let's do, let's do this. Let's have everybody stand up right now and, and, and uh, as we go into offering right now. And what we're going to do is we're going to give us the opportunity to come forward. I think it's a lot easier when we <laughs> get everybody to stand. We're not, we're not here to focus on who's here and who's not uh, giving. So let's, let's pray right now. And as I'm praying, if you want to bring it forward, go ahead and bring that forward as we're praying. Holy God, we thank you for the opportunity to give. And we, we, we pray, God, that you, would, that you would just teach us to trust you. And I, I pray for those that are going to venture out in this area, that they would just receive trust, that, that they would build trust and work in, in trusting you, mighty God. Just build our faith in you through, through this process. God, I pray blessings on, on those that give through that process to receive and see what a good God you are and how amazing you are, mighty God. Mighty God, we praise you. We praise you for this opportunity. All right. Amen. All right. So, so next up is, is uh, Pastor Kevin. Once he t- finishes that task, we should, we should have had him on drums too. But did you notice we had his daughter on drums this morning? Did she do an awesome job? I don't know, Pastor Kevin. We may we may fire you there and get your daughter up there. That was fantastic. Where is she? Did a great job. All right, we appreciate you there. All right, pastors up here. I got to keep talking until you get up here. So enjoy working with us, man. So enjoy it. All right, all yours. Yeah, I'm gonna need the mic. All right, smoothest transition ever. We love you, Pastor DJ. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Whew. I had to take a little breath. I, um, I'm so excited to be up here this morning. Uh, if you guys don't know who I am, my name is Pastor Kevin. I'm the associate pastor here, uh, as well as the, the youth pastor, and then this week, the lead pastor. So, uh, And the person that collects offering. Praise God. <laughs> I just get it. Oh, man. All right. I'll tell you what, this morning has been a little bit of a weird morning for me. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to go right into... Uh, ushering the presence of God in, and we're going to pray. So do me a favor, close your eyes, and pray with me. Father, thank you for this day that you've given us. Thank you for your love, your mercy, uh, your strength. God, thank you that you just absolutely are in love with us. God, thank you that you are going to have your way. God, I ask that you would just speak through me, that you would use my lips to declare what you want to declare this morning. God, that you would have your way and that I wouldn't say anything that is not of you, God, but only declare your word and your goodness and your love, Father. I thank you so much. And I bless these people and I ask that you would open their hearts, that you would help them and strengthen them this morning to receive the word that you have for them, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said? Amen. All right. So... Also, Holly, I just want to make sure you have that video that um, Preston put in there for, for later, um, just 
be working on that. <laughs> All right, so this morning I'm excited because God gave me a word, okay? And the word this morning is building a tribe. Everybody say tribe. Okay, so this is something that's just been really, really amazing for me in my life. And uh, it's something that you guys have actually been witnessing. It's something that you guys have been witnessing week after week and you didn't even know it. Okay, so this is something I've been working with our teens, our DSM, our Destiny Student Ministry Group, for about four to five weeks now. We've been in this tribe and building a tribe. And I hope that you've noticed them gather themselves more, right? They've been kind of closer together. They've been hanging out more. They've been doing life together. And it's because of something that God gave me that it said um, it was about building a tribe. And so God gave me this word, and I, and I passed it on to the teens, and it's been really wrecking them and, and, and showing some amazing fruit. All right, it's been producing some amazing fruit. And so I want to share uh, that this morning uh, with some of you. Uh, before I do, I just want to take this time to um, thank the online campus for watching and also say hi to Pastor DJ. Pastor DJ, we love you. We miss you. And Mama Jules, cannot wait to see you soon. Just a quick shout out. Forgive me, y'all. I just had to say hi to my pastor. You know, we love you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, as I was saying, this is something that's been really, really amazing. Uh, this morning I have uh, a couple more scriptures. I have some more word. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Amen. You guys know I love God's word. Uh, it's just absolutely amazing. And so um, when I Googled a tribe, okay, I Googled what is the number one attribute of tribe, the very first thing that I got was Unity. Everybody say unity. And so the very first thing that you see in building a tribe or a tribe or any tribe, the number one attribute or characteristic is unity. Unity. Okay? Number one was unity. Number two was unity over their land. Over their land. Now, <laughs> uh, you guys aren't teens, so I'm not going to speak to you like teens because my teens, you know, I kind of got on some pretty strict and I was like, that means you pick up the, you know, wrapper and you pick up your water as you're leaving here and you take care of your stuff, right? Amen, amen. And uh, I'm saving that for later. I will tell you all that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, but it, it's, there's something to that, okay? So building a tribe requires unity and then unity over your belief that this is your land, your land. That's why a tribe is so united, because they believe in each other, and they believe that this is their land. It's their land, right? And this morning, I want you to understand this is your church. This is your land. Amen. I want to hear amens when I give you the broom. Woo, hallelujah. <laughs> All right, praise God. So uh, the first thing I want to read this morning is Galatians 2, verses 19 through 20. So the first thing we need to do to be a united family or tribe is we have to be united with Christ. Uh, let me throw a quick plug in before we read this. I told you this last week as well. I don't wait for something to be going on in the church for me to talk about. You know, a lot of times, you know, pastors want to talk about unity when there's division in the church. Praise God that we don't have that here. Thank God that we're good, we're strong, we're healthy, we're a family. You guys love each other. You guys do an amazing job at that, okay? Uh, that's not why I'm preaching on unity. That's not why I was preaching on giving last week, okay? That's not why. It's because when God gives me something, it's for right now. 
And because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's coming. We don't know what tomorrow brings, next month brings. We don't know. But what we do know is God's telling us right now that we need to stay united. United as a family, as a church family. Amen? And so in order to be united, uh, and it's, this is kind of crazy, uh, Brother Bo, because as I was uh, brushing up on my message last night, it, <laughs> a lot of it reminded me of Friday night when you were, when you were speaking. And so it's really cool because before, that, before we can have unity as a church family, you have to have unity with God. You have to be united with Jesus. And you have to, you know, kind of like you were saying, Brother Bo, about the love. You have to love Jesus before you can love anybody else, right? And you have to be united with Jesus before you can show unity with everybody else. If you're not united, united with Jesus, you can't be united with your brother. It's just, it, it, that's just how it works. And so let's go ahead and read out of Galatians. So unity with Christ, that's my very first slide, and that's in white. I don't know if you could change that to black, but... Um, Galatians 2.19, it says this, for the law, I'm sorry, for through the law, I died to the law so that, that I may live for God. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Okay, I want to show you guys something here real quick, okay? Uh, this is Paul talking, but I want to show you this, this something really, really amazing that caught my eye. Paul didn't say, you brothers, my brethren, and just so you know, if you guys know the word of God, you know that he does talk a lot like that. He does talk to the churches, right? But right here, he wasn't talking about the brothers and the sisters and the churches. He said, I, for through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I. Right? Paul's saying, me. I am united with Christ. I have chosen to be united with Christ. He's like, you know, he's taking the time to make sure we understand that first is unity with Christ. We have to be united to Jesus. We have to decide in our hearts, Lord, I now live for you. What does the word of God say, right? For me to live is Christ and to die is what? Gain. We have to believe that in our hearts. And so the first thing about being united as a church family, the number one or the first uh, step this morning is being united ourselves individually with Christ. The second is unity with each other. Everybody say each other. 1 Corinthians 1.10. If you have your Bible, you can go to 1 Corinthians 1.10. If you have your uh, iPhone, you can go to the Bible app. If you have eyeballs, you can look on the screen. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Uh, all right, it says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say, and that there may be no divisions among you, but that you be perfectly united in mind and thought, and then maintain that unity through the Spirit. All right. So now we see Paul, and he's switching it up. Now it's not just him. Right? He started with, hey, I'm united. Now he's saying, I need you to be united. I'm united, but now I need you to be united with Christ. Because if you can be united with Christ and with each other, then we can go places. 
then we're going to survive the storm. That we're going to get through things that people didn't think were possible. You know, this is not in my notes, but um, I remember this movie. Some of you guys might have watched it. I don't know. Um, it was about that, um, man, what is that? Ah, what is it? It was like the monkey that can talk, you know. They got that gas. Anybody know that movie? Yeah, Planet of the Apes, right? And he grabs this one little twig. And, and the, look, so he's talking to the other monkeys, right? And they're, like, signing. And he says, one monkey, and he grabs the, the stick, and he snaps it in half. And then he says, many, and he grabs a bunch, and it doesn't snap, right? And so I, for some reason that just popped into my memory, but what he was saying is true. United, we're much stronger. That's what he's saying. United, we are much stronger. And so Paul is telling the church of Corinthia, uh, Corinthians, uh, or in Corinth, he's telling the church, I need you to be united. I need you to be on one accord. Not a Honda Accord. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I got to stop. <laughs> I got to stop. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> uh, in one accord, okay, like-minded, being united, being together, being a family. Being a family. It is so important that we understand that being a, a true church family, by the way, like I said, you guys are already doing an amazing job at that. You guys blow me away. Every time there's somebody sick or, or you know, we're the, the ladies of the church, they're doing, you know, a food drive or, or whatever you call it. I don't even know what you call it anymore. Um, what do you call it? A meal train. See, I don't even know because my wife takes care of it. I'm like, I love you, honey, you know. And so, but you guys do an amazing job at that. You really do. You guys take care of each other. You guys love on one another. So you guys blow me away with that. The third one uh, that I want to talk about this morning is unity through the Spirit. And that's found in Ephesians 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3, and we're going to go on to 13. That's right, I'm reading a lot of word. Get used to it. <laughs> um, all right, this is what it says. 3 through 13, okay? Ephesians 4, verse 3 to 13. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Everybody say peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Amen? But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gave gifts to his people. Verse 9, what does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity. Everybody say unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, everybody say mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. That's a lot of words. I read pretty fast, don't I? <laughs> oh. And so, you know, what is, what is he saying? 
What Paul is trying to say here is that we need to be united, but why do we need to be united? Why is unity so important? It's because unity helps us not have division, which in turn helps us be more mature together as a body, which in turn helps us against division. Do you see how that works? It's kind of, it's, it's amazing. Unity helps there not be divisions, which in turn makes us more mature as believers, which in turn, their maturity helps us not have divisions. I, I, hope, you, I hope you're getting what I'm putting down because I, I didn't even write that in my notes. So I just, that, I'm, I'm writing it down right now. Um, that is so awesome, guys. It really is. It really is. Unity is so important to the body of Christ. Because like I was telling you guys earlier, together we're a lot stronger. But not if we're divided. Jesus said a house divided falls, right? And that's why I'm so grateful for you guys because we're united. We're united as a church family. We're united as believers. We're united in in where we're going and what we're believing in. We're united in the fact that we believe that love is our culture. We believe that love comes from God, and anybody that loves God should love others. It's simple. The gospel of God is simple. All right, so when I asked God for an illustration, I, I really, I'm just different. I mean, you guys should know that by now. I'm a different person. I, I, when I preach or teach, I'm just different. I just, I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't, you know, I, I'm created differently, and God made me this way. And so I said, God, I was sitting in my chair, and I said, Lord, I want you to give me something. I want you to speak to me, and I want you to give me something, uh, something like an analogy or, or something that I can share with your people. And then the Lord said, ant. Ant. Not like your aunt. An ant, like a fire ant. Like those pesky little ants that are all in your yard, and you can't get rid of them. You're over here poisoning this one and poisoning that one. Ants. <laughs> ants. And I, I said, okay, okay, Lord. So the very first thing I did was I, I went on my Bible app and I started looking up ants. Long and behold, right, Proverbs 6, 6 pops up. And it said to consider the ant. You sluggard, consider the ant. And so I'm going to read it for you instead of paraphrasing it. Nope, don't have it up here. Okay. Um, but this is what it said. I'll just tell you what it says. It says, consider the ant, O sluggard. For it is wise. It neither has a ruler, right? It doesn't have a ruler or somebody pushing it, but it still collects during uh, a summer. And that's a rough translation. When you're, when you're able to, you can put Proverbs 6, 6 up there, please. Um, we'll see how close I got. <laughs> uh, but this is what it means, right? I, I was thinking about that, and I was like, Lord, you know, what, what do you mean? Um, and so I didn't know. I didn't know the answer. I just knew that God gave me Proverbs 6.6, 6, and so I decided, well, I, I know something. There's something I do know. And I know that creation, God's creation testifies about God, right? God's creation testifies about God. Yes, there you go. Go to the ant, you sluggard, consider its ways and be wise. Go to verse 7. You can go to verse 7 and verse 8 after that, if you don't mind. There it goes. It has no commander, no overseer, or ruler, verse 8, yet it stores its provisions in summer 
and what's it say? Gathers its foods at harvest. I was pretty close. I mean, I was pretty close. So God said ants, and I said, okay, Lord, that's, you know, that's, that's weird, but I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. And no, I did <laughs> before anybody asked, no, I didn't bring a bunch of ants up here, okay? I'm not going to be passing around ants. Um, I'm not, <laughs> not going to be doing that, but, but I knew that there was more. I knew there was more to this. And so what I did was I, I started diving in into God's creation. I started watching some videos on ants, some nature videos some educational videos, and as I was watching them, God was speaking to me. Uh, Romans 1.20, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. What, I'm, what he's saying is that his own creation, God's own creation testifies about God so that we would not have any excuse that God is real. That's what the scripture is saying. And so I started watching his creation. I started taking a look at ants. Pastor Kevin, ants, I mean, you're up here on a Sunday morning and talk to me about ants. Yes, Proverbs 6, 6 says, be wise. So let's learn something about ants. And so I was watching this video, uh, and it just really, it amazed me. And there's some, some really, uh, do we have that video, by the way? Thumbs up if you do. Yes? Okay, perfect. All right, so we're going to watch this little video. This is something totally different. Uh, you guys have probably never been to a Sunday service where you showed you a small nature video, but I'm telling you, there is some substance to this. There's some amazing things that we're going to learn this morning, and this guy has an awesome accent, so let's just do it. All right. challenge for even the most intelligent swarm. The ants start an evacuation, moving the nest to higher ground. It's women and children first, as the ants carry the queen and her pupae to safety. If you don't like bugs, just look away. But still, the water rises. The ants react by linking arms together, forming a mesh of interconnected bodies. Between them, they're making a life raft.
just watched a small little nature video during church, um, but I'm different, like I said, and God just really spoke to me through this video. And I, I believe that I'm not the only one. Sometimes if we just truly look at God's nature, he'll teach us. God can teach you through anything if you allow him to. If you allow him to, if you put God in a box, you can be a 30-year Christian and never have heard God. But if you take God out of the box, you can be taught, and God will tell you, and his Holy Spirit will teach you every day. Every day. And so I want to talk about a few characteristics that really stood out to me, and you guys are probably already thinking about them. So uh, the first thing is this, ants don't procrastinate. Ants don't procrastinate, okay? They immediately, they don't have a ruler, right? Like, like Proverbs says, the queen, by the way, is not really a ruler. Like, she lays 1,500 eggs a day. Like, that's, that's her whole job. She just lays, egg, lays eggs. Yes, she's tired. You know, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, but they don't have any ruler, okay? They, the ants, they just know that they have to collect food. And so the entire... Uh, summer, the ants are thinking about winter. The entire summer, ants are thinking about winter. Come on, guys, we got to go. It's going to get colder. It's going to get, you know, uh, it might rain. It might snow. Uh, we got to make sure we're, we're doing the right things. Come on, come on, come on, let's gather. So the entire time, the ants are gathering, and they do not procrastinate. All right, I told y'all I would tell you a little later, you know. What does that mean? Nobody throw nothing up here. What does that mean? It means if you see a wrapper on the ground, don't wait for Pastor Kevin or Pastor DJ to go pick it up. It means if you drop some coffee, let me know, please, for the love of God, please. I, I'm cool with it. I won't even be mad. Just let me know so I can clean it. If you... Amen. Right? What, what, yeah, what does it mean? You know, ants don't procrastinate in the same way. Yes, Pastor Kevin is asking you, right? Don't procrastinate. Don't wait to be told to do something when you see it could be done. You know, and I'm talking to myself too. You know, Pastor Crystal can be like, amen, right? Because she knows. Oh, me, <laughs> sometimes I do it at home. I'll walk right past a rapper, won't even notice it, and she'll just sit there and go, wow. I'm, and I'm like, what, babe? What, what's going on? What happened? What happened? She's like, wow. I'm like, what? She's like, <laughs> she's like, you didn't see that rapper there? I'm like, what? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, right? And so sometimes we just need to refocus our attention. And so what I'm telling you this morning as a family that we shouldn't procrastinate. We shouldn't wait to do what is needed to be done, and not just in the church, right? Don't wait to pray for somebody. This is something I've had to learn over years. I used to say, like, let's say Brother Jeff came up to me. Brother Jeff's like, hey, brother, um, yeah, come over here, Brother Jeff, actually. Might as well. Why not? Just act it out real quick, right? Go ahead. Jump up here. So what I used to do, promise, guys, I, I used to do this, not because I was mean, but because I just— I hadn't understood it yet, right? Brother Jeff would be like, can you pray for me? Pick something. I don't know. No, 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 no. So I, we didn't practice. It's okay. All right, so Brother Jeff's like, pray for my back. Okay, go ahead, say it. 
All right. Hey, can I pray for your back? Is that it? Oh. No, I'm good. You asked to pray for prayer for your back. All right, we should have practiced. <clears throat> can you pray for my back? And this is what I used to do. No problem, brother. I'll be praying throughout the week. Um, you know, I, I will be praying for you. Uh, I love you. And then I'd hug them and I'd leave. Like, I didn't understand that I should stop, not procrastinate, and be like, doesn't matter if we're at the, you know, IHOP or at the Longhorn or at wherever we're at. It doesn't matter if there's a thousand strangers looking at us. I had to learn to say, let me stop what I'm doing right here, right now, and I'm going to pray for his back. And I'm going to call healing, and I'm going to ask in the name of Jesus. I'm going to ask for fire to come down, and I don't care who's looking at me. Thank you, bro. Right? That's what it means to not procrastinate. In every aspect of our lives, we shouldn't procrastinate. And we shouldn't be ashamed to pray wherever we're at. I don't care where you're at. Call on the name of your God. Call on the name of Yahweh. Call on the name of the great I am. The one who spoke to Moses and Abraham and Isaac. We shouldn't be ashamed or afraid. Oh, no problem. I'll pray for you when I'm in my prayer closet. No, pray for them right there, right now. Don't procrastinate. The second thing is ants plan ahead. Again, like I told you, ants are thinking about the winter the entire summer, but they're not just hanging out in summer saying, okay, well, the winter's coming. What do y'all think we should do today? Let's go hang out in Pastor Kevin's tub. You know, I don't, ah, <laughs> oh, I can't stand ants. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Uh, but, no, you know, the whole time they're preparing. They're gathering. I learned so much about ants uh, and ant mounds. Uh, I, I had no idea. You know, did you know that ant mound is like a ice cream cone? I didn't know that. I didn't know that an ant mound goes down about six to seven feet. I didn't know that. I just thought, you know, it was maybe a foot or something. I didn't know it was six to seven feet, and I didn't know it, it was shaped like a ice cream cone, like like a triangle. Okay, and the larvae they they warm up up top, and then they shoot back down where it's cooler. I didn't know all that. But that takes prepare, uh, preparation. It doesn't just happen, okay? All the intricate little tunnels and all the design of their mound, it doesn't just happen. Guess what? Church service Sunday morning doesn't just happen. It takes a lot of you working hard and praying and, and you know, uh, helping with the coffee and vacuuming and fixing chairs and fixing envelopes. It takes the church family doesn't just happen but you guys do an amazing job of that you know it doesn't the worship doesn't just happen you know brother gene is worshiping and jason and uh, you know it doesn't just happen believe me ask them <laughs> they come on thursdays and brother gene's working on it all week and he's practicing and he's practicing it doesn't just happen he doesn't just get up here and like here we go i'm gonna play no he's prepared brother jason he's prepared Miss Rachel, she's prepared. Like, it takes preparation. Things don't just happen. This, this is real life. The last little characteristic I want to talk about this morning is that our ants are strong, and they never quit. At least it feels like that to me because I can't get rid of them. I don't, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I poisoned one, and then it's like, wait, two more popped up. Uh, no, but they really are strong. Like I said, I learned, I've been learning a lot. I didn't know that ants could carry up to 5,000 times their weight. Didn't know that. I mean, I knew they were strong. I just didn't know they were that strong. 
and they carry up to 5,000 times their weight. And ants never quit. You ever put, like, something, right? Like little ants, they're, they're walking, like, in a single-file line. You ever put something right there in the middle? Like your foot? Right? Like your foot on accident? They find a way. They crawl right up there, and they'll bite you and be like, get out of my way. And you're like, Jesus, you know, you're dancing, you're doing the dance, you know, and it hurts and it stings. But ants don't quit. They don't care what gets in their way. They're going to go around. They're going to go above. They're going to go below. They're going to they're gonna bite you. They're going to figure out a way, but you're going to either move or they're going to go around or above or, or through you. But ants do not quit. And neither do we as a family. And as a body of believers, we don't quit. We don't quit working and, and loving. Loving. There's a lot of organizations, right, that they work hard and they, they do this and they're very prepared. But a lot of organizations, they lack love. And so what I'm, I'm telling you is we cannot quit doing what God's asked us to do. We can't quit and give up because God has more. God has more for us. God has more for this church family. God has more. If we will believe, if we will continue to do God's work, if we will continue to not be ashamed and not be afraid and to continue to move. Right? I love, you know what I really love when I was watching that video? I really love. Did anybody catch it? The very first thing that they moved on their cargo, little cargo ship. The next generation. The very first thing they did was to protect their next generation. I mean, these are ants. These are little ants. I mean, how much more the children of God. Right? I'm so thankful for a body, a tribe, a family of believers that are willing to go out of their way to protect the next generation. That's you guys. You guys are awesome. That doesn't just happen, just so you know. Like, that doesn't just occur out of nowhere. It takes, it's time after time of being supported that our next generations feel like they can do it. You know, for example, this morning, I don't know if some of you caught, um, but my daughter was playing the drums. And this is her very first time ever playing a song. Like, this is her first time. You guys can clap for her. That's fine. And uh, before Thursday, she had never played a full song. Never. She just played little snippets, and we'll send it in, you know, to a talent show. And, um, and so this Thursday was like the very first time she actually played a whole song. And it wasn't just one song, it was like three songs, right? And, and so, and then we threw her in on a Sunday. And the crazy thing that really blew me away, though, was that she wasn't afraid. She wasn't afraid. She never once said, like, oh, what if they don't like me? She never once said, what if, you know, they think I'm bad or what if they or No. You know why? Because you guys support her. Because you guys support the next generation. You guys are willing for it to not be perfect in order for our youth and our kids and our next generation to move. To give them confidence. To tell them you can do this and we're behind you 100%. That's right. And you're absolutely right, Holly. To God, it is perfect. It is amazing because it's about our hearts. 
And there's nothing pure than a, a kid wanting to give his heart to God. But the last thing I want to talk about this morning is supporting each other. Supporting each other. We do such an amazing job here of supporting each other. We really do. We really do. Um, God's just been so good to us, and we, by the grace of God, our church family has been just absolutely amazing. And we always support each other, and we work hard at that. Again, it didn't just happen. It, it did not just happen like that. You know, uh, I remember Mama Lowe was one of, like, the very first <laughs> people that, like, really pushed us into, like, no. And somebody, you know, has a, has a funeral, like, you need to be there, and you need to be, you know, providing food, and you guys need to serve. And, you know, we didn't know that. Like, as a church, we were, we were you know, we were just different. And so, we started really being there for one another. We started understanding what it meant to, to be a family, but also to be owners, right? There's a reason here at Destiny that we don't have members. I don't know if y'all knew that. We don't have members here at Destiny. You know, we don't because members have rights, but owners have responsibility. So how do you become an owner? I don't know. I guess it's about the same time you just decide to pick up that little piece of trash on the ground. It's not this amazing ceremony. It's your heart. It's just the moment where you decide that you're going to be part of the family and you're just going to be there. What are you doing after lunch? Well, I'll go. You guys, let me just fix these chairs before I leave real quick. You're an owner. You're an owner. You know, you become an owner when you decide that you're going to be responsible for the, where you're at. And you're going to be responsible for one another. That means if Brother Jim's having a bad day, I'm not going to be like, oh, bless your heart, brother. How you doing? Great. Awesome. I'm, I'm on my way. I'm going to Longhorn. Bye. No. Hey, man, what's going on, Brother Jim? You good? What's wrong? You know, and I don't know. I just brought up your name because it's easy, Brother Jim. <laughs> brother Jim almost never has anything wrong with him, but he's still human. Ain't that right, Brother Jim? You're still human. I got to throw that out there. He doesn't like people thinking he's perfect, okay? Um, and so, but it's true. We have a responsibility for one another. It's not just, oh, you seem kind of sad, but I'm going to keep walking because I have a full schedule this morning. No. No, we, we're now responsible for one another. We, we love each other and we support each other. So that means if you're having a bad day, then that means I guess I'm going to have to either have a bad day with you or uh, we're going to have to figure out a way to get you a little more joy, help you through it. You know, I'm a firm believer. It's not always butterflies and rainbows. But I can sit with you through the worst times of your life and just be quiet and just be there with you. It may not always be butterflies and rainbows, but I'll sit with you. Sometimes just somebody's presence next to you is, is enough to make a difference, to show you that, wow, they care. I mean, they may not be saying nothing, but they're there. They're right here. And so supporting one another is so important. And this morning I want to talk about, I want to talk about something. It's kind of not weird. It's just a little different. You know, I, the next thing that came off of that little life raft was, was a queen. And I know it's not Mother's Day, but God put it on my heart to talk about the ladies, the women. Well, more specifically, the mamas. 
of this church family. Because we need more mamas and we need more fathers. And we've been talking about the fathers. You know, the guys have been hammered lately. <laughs> but God really, really wanted me to talk about the ladies, the women, the mamas of the house. And how important you are. How vital of a, of a, a role you play in this church. Because women are just like naturally... They just like taking care. I mean, they're, they're made to take care of babies, right? They're just like God created them wonderfully and amazing and they're nurturing. And, and they know how to take care of things and how to nurture things, how to get things going right. And, and, and women, you know, mamas are just amazing. Can I get an amen? Man, the mamas are all quiet all of a sudden. But the mamas that, you know, they, they really are. And we need more mamas and spiritual mamas. What does that mean? We need more people, more women, more men, right, pouring into the next generation, telling them that they're doing great, you're doing awesome, we love you. And we do a good job of that. I'm not saying we don't. I've seen Miss um, Wannerin and Miss Barbara, you know, little things, teaching them how to make coffee, teaching them how to do the parking lot, teaching them how to worship, teaching them how to sing, teaching them how to play drums, te- all sorts of things. It doesn't, you know, it's not just one little thing. But it's caring enough and loving them enough to pour into them. You know, I don't, I, I really don't understand fully why God wanted me to talk about this, but like I said earlier, we don't know what's coming. We don't know what winter is coming. We don't know what flood water is coming. You know, I don't know if inflation is coming or hyperinflation or deflation or the economy or the, the housing is going to crash. I don't know. The stock market is going to crash. I don't know. God knows. But God's telling you and me this morning we need to be united because we need to be able to link together just like those ants when the flood comes. Amen? It's not about just me and you. It's about us. And, and you know, it's about not us just surviving, but us thriving. I told you guys last week that when, for some reason, when, you know, uh, 2019 and, and COVID hit, you know, a lot of churches were struggling, but we were thriving. And it's not because we're just better than people and I'm trying to, you know, no. It's that God wants us to thrive. And, and if we'll stay united, and if we'll stay as a family, we will thrive. We will thrive. If we stay on, in one accord, in one mindset, we will thrive. God will lead us and take us to where he wants us to go. But it's not about just where he wants us to go. It's right now. It's in the now. What are you doing with your time right now? What are you doing with your time right now every time one of these little kids passes you? Are you taking the opportunity to bless them, to encourage them, to tell them who they are? Hey, buddy, I just want you to know you're a a son of God. God's going to use you. You are awesome. I love how you jump in the morning. I love you. I'll see you next week. It's not hard. Do you know that these little kids, they're craving that? Did you know that? That They're literally just waiting for you to open your mouth and say, hey, I'm proud of you. I want you to know I love you. You're amazing. Every time you jump, you make me want to jump. Serious, man. They they they're hungry for that. They need to know that they've been created in the image of God and that they're loved. 
And if others will tell them how loved they are, it'll be easier, like Brother Bob was saying on Friday, for us to receive the love from the Father. It's easier because they feel it coming from everybody else. So this morning, Monica, you can come out. I'm not going to go long this morning. At least I don't think so. Start stretching them fingers. Get ready. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I've pretty much come to say what I was going to say. I've come to just tell you this morning that you guys are doing awesome. And I want to encourage you. I want you to know that I'm proud of you. I want you to know that I am so proud of each and every one of you for your hearts, for wanting to serve, for wanting to worship, for wanting to be there for one another. I am so proud and thankful to be y'all's pastor. I'm so thankful. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for Pastor Deja to come back. <laughs> I can't. I love him. Um, but I'm so blessed, so thankful. Thankful to be part of a family where I feel loved, not because I preached good this week or I didn't preach good the last week or not because I played the drums good, but because of me. You guys just love me. That is such a blessing. You have no idea. To feel that I don't have to perform. I don't have to play good, sing good, preach good. You guys just love me. That is a blessing. And I feel that in my heart and in my soul. And I, all I want is that we continue, all I want, all the Father wants is that we continue to stir that up. All the Father wants is for us to continue with that unity, continue with the love, to be uh, purposeful, to be direct, to not give up. All right, I'm trying not to cry. But, you know, this morning, I don't know, I just feel this morning the enemy's been... He's been trying this morning. The enemy's really been trying to uh, fight us. And he doesn't want you guys to understand that God is here and that God wants us to be so intertwined, like Brother Bob was saying Friday night, so intertwined with each other's hearts and with Christ that people can't tell us apart. That whether Pastor DJ's here or not, we love. Whether Pastor Kevin's here or not, we love. Or Brother Bo or the elders or the trustee, whatever. Uh, you know, God wants us to be so united, so braided together, like Brother Bo said, that we become one. With God, with each other, with His Holy Spirit. But it's going to take work. This morning I'm here to encourage you, but I'm also here to tell you it's going to take work. It's not going to be easy. Christianity is not easy. Following Jesus, being a follower of Jesus Christ is not easy. Somebody told you that they lied to you. But you know what? I do know a truth, that God is faithful and that Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. It won't be easy, but he will never leave you. It may not be cakewalk, but he will never leave you. You may be struggling financially. You may be struggling with a relationship. You may be struggling with health problems, but he will never leave you. It is a blessing to know that my God, my Lord, will never leave you. He loves you. And this morning, I want everybody to go ahead and stand up. The 
if we can have the prayer partners come up here and we'll do something a little different this morning. This morning, I'm just going to, I'm going to start praying that God would unite our hearts. And as I pray this morning, I'm going to ask these prayer partners. And what they're going to do, they're going to do something different. This morning, they're going to go to you. And this morning, they're going to give you a word of encouragement. And they're going to love on you. And, and it may not be, you know, it might not be fast. I don't know. Don't worry. I haven't been long, so we got time. Listen, they're going to go to you this morning. And they're going to give you a word of encouragement. Brother Bo, if you can help with that. Uh, Miss Jazzy, if you can help with that. Pastor Crystal, if you can help with that. And we're going to go out. And we're going to start to pray. And we're going to ask God to just unify our hearts. We're going to ask God to just download love into our hearts. And as we do that, these prayer partners are going to go around and they're going to encourage you. And they're going to give you a word of encouragement from God. Because I just believe that God wants to do something right now. And it may only be for one or two of you. I don't know. That's up to you. That's up to you. Right now, if you position your heart and you ask the Father, God will touch you. God will bless you right now. He will wreck you spiritually in a good way. Go ahead and close your eyes. God, we thank you. Prayer partners, you can go ahead and go out. Miss Rachel, you can come up here and help me. Oh, Father, we just thank you this morning. God, we thank you for your love. God, we just thank you for your love. This morning, I want people all over this room to just start thanking him. Just say, God, we thank you. Just say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Come on this morning, just say, God, I thank you. Start thanking him. Start thanking him. Oh, Father, we just thank you. Oh, God, you're so good and so loving and so merciful. God, I thank you because you're faithful, because you've never left me, God. You've always been with me and all around me, God. There's nobody like you, Father. Yes, God, we thank you. Come on, keep praying this morning. Just close your eyes and thank them. Oh, God, you're so holy, God. We thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you, God. Holy Spirit of God, I just ask that you would speak through all of us. God, we just thank you this morning. Holy Spirit, would you have your way this morning? Holy Spirit, would you just breathe on us this morning? Come on, this morning, just start to position your heart right now. 
this morning, if, if you're just, if you came in here and you were thirsty and you were dry, if you didn't even want to be here this morning, I want you to go and say, God, speak to me this morning. Just start to say, God, speak to me this morning. To the place we belong. Oh. Oh. oh, like the wind, come, Holy Spirit, we welcome you here. Oh, Holy Spirit, come, like like Holy Spirit.
Satisfy me, you're enough, you're enough. Oh, you're more than you're more than enough for me. More than enough, more than 